Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast. My name is James Court. And my name is Tegan. After a long time and a long break, we're finally back with a new episode. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. After many requests, we're finally going to be going in depth into the Philip Schofield uh, debacle. I know that a lot of people have asked for us to talk about it. Yes. We're also going to be getting into a brand new segment called The People's Verdict. We've got some really good courting with James. All of that is coming up right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Court Case. I know that it's been a while. How are you all? Hope you're all good, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been away for so long. It's just that life for us has been just a bit topsy-turvy. Yeah, I must say, my hand is a little bit heavier since we last released an episode. Is it? Why is that, T? Why don't you tell us a story? I've been proposed to. I, I was kind of hoping that you would you oh. know, <laughs> tell the story and then get into Sorry, that. I shall get into also, this. Also, could you uh, step away from the mic when you're going to laugh so loudly? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try to remember that. Good, good, good. Um, So... James told me that he needs to take me on a surprise, well, needs, lol. He's going to take me mm. on a surprise trip back in um, April, he told me this. No, you would have told me in like February, I believe. And mm. the trip was in April. That was it. Yes. Um, I was working at um, my previous airline at the time. I'm now with a new airline. Mm. That's a whole other story to update you on. Um and I was working the dates that he needed me to go on this surprise trip. So, Terrible stuff. So basically ended up being extremely poorly. Um, mm. So I couldn't go to work. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so James took me wink, away. Wink, wink with that. You yeah. weren't actually sick. Yeah, I, I hope people got that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> then... Um, yeah, I woke up in the morning. James was like, come on, we're going on the train, blah, blah, blah. I had no idea where we were going. And he told me like rough idea of like clothes to pack and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had no idea if I was going abroad, if I was like going just to London. Like I had no idea. I don't think you thought you were going abroad. I though, didn't did really you? think I was going abroad. Like obviously I thought, oh, it would be pretty cool if he's taking me abroad. But I didn't think that he would, yeah. you know, actually take me abroad. And um, me being me, being a little snooper that I am, trying to see if he's um moved, moved or taken my passport out of my work bag. And um, yep, it wasn't in there. So, but then he told me, don't go stupid about if you think I've taken your passport, I've just taken it anyway. 
I was like, right, okay, well. To maybe. purposely throw her off the scent. That's thought, what my excuse was. It was, was. very smart for, for a man to think of that. Well done, James. Very clever of you to have said that. Huh. Um, very quick on your feet there, I must say. Anyway, I will get to the <laughs> story. We get to um, St. Pancreas Station and um, he's like, oh, come this way. We're getting on the Eurostar to Paris. I thought he was pulling my leg. Turns out he wasn't. Showed me the tickets. Off we are. We're going to Paris. We're in Paris for like just, I think like 36 hours, like a day yeah, and a yeah. half or something. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely. Um, got a really nice balcony with a view. Went to see the Upper Tower sparkling at night. In the morning, we woke up bright and early. Went up to the Grand Cacur Church. Sacre-Cur. Oh, what did I say? Grand Cacur. Sorry, Church. And um, he got down on one knee. And we are now recording this episode as fiancés. Yeah, I know. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Pretty cool. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Are you happy? No, I just said, yeah, because why the fuck not? You know, no other offers. <laughs> well, you certainly didn't do it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so that is one thing that's been going on. So we're extremely happy about that. So we've been that. chilling with that yeah. for the time being. Obviously, I mentioned I've started a new job. So um, I've been doing like a training course for that. And mm-hmm. um, it's now long haul. I was doing short haul. So I'm like actually getting off the plane now and doing trips away and seeing places so yeah. that involves me being away from home in so we can't record as much yeah and um my work has taken a very severe change in uh how it is i'm doing mostly freelance now so i've still got two other podcasts i'm still doing the search for the soulful leader and one coming out in the first week of july with um robert shaw cameron of coronation street and jack loxton of uh, dear evan hansen on the west end yeah he's um, in there now That's pretty yeah cool. so i'm um, doing a podcast for those guys which is really fun about um acting and sport um so i'm still doing those but i'm also you looking brag for... about where he took you as well where did he take you after oh, the what, soho house yeah well, who met at soho yeah, house yeah. so i had a meeting the other week with robert shaw cameron we we're discussing podcast stuff and he's like oh come meet me at soho house it's a really nice place in london it's sort of like this sort of like private members thing where people can go and there's like food and drink and you can hang out and stuff like that and then i went and told my mum about it and she was like oh yeah that's a celeb hangout spot um bloody um who was it it was um prince harry was prince it? harry oh, met no, was megan it? there yeah was that yeah it? yeah i think that was it yeah and i was like pretty cool because you only need yeah you need a membership to get in don't yeah, you yeah you so, do or you have to be like sponsored so like yeah. robert had to say that i was sponsor coming. you yeah yeah so so pretty weird so so cool cool um so yeah no that's that's going good but i'm looking oh. for other podcasts to produce i need to be making more so mm. you know if you if you're listening and you need one done Call me up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Give a, drop us a message, drop an email, mm. courtcasepodcast at gmail.com. That's the one, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, let us know. Mm. Also, side note, if you can hear the fan in the apartment in the background, we do apologise, it's not being turned off. Oh, it's, yeah. It's too bloody hot mm. in our flat. We're top floor flat in the middle of Brighton, in the middle of a heat stroke, so... In the middle of a heat stroke? What is that? A heat stroke? What? Heat wave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so right to me in my brain. I was like, "What? Why are you judging?" Yeah, I know. Yeah, heat wave. That's the one. This is what I mean. I've got heat stroke because I'm <laughs> I'm saying the wrong things. Yeah. There we go. But um, but while we've been away, there have been people saying, "Where's the podcast? Where are you guys?" And everyone has said, "I can't believe you haven't just found the time to do a Philip Schofield episode." Yeah. So here it is. 
Mm-hmm. This is us finding the time. A lot of people in my training course found out that I had a podcast, um, which I've realized I'm a very awkward person <laughs> <laughs> um, when people are talking about my podcast and the stuff that I'm on and they're playing it out loud in front of me. What are you doing? Turn it off. <laughs> like, so awkward. Um, your job actually comes into play in one of the segments, one of the new ones that yeah. that um is going to come in later. So we will, so we will get to that. But um, yeah, people have been egging us on to the Philip Schofield one. I assume now people are going to ask us to do a submarine one. Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, we can get recording that when I get back yeah. from my trip. I mean, we want to get on it quick now. I mean, Philip Schofield well, one it is a bit slow. The thing with the submarine one is I'm actually hesitant to do it because out of all of the news stories, that was the one where everyone seems to be like really in depth know about it. True, So true. I'm kind of like, do we need to do one? Because everyone knows all the information that I'm going to yeah, find. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Enough. I mean, but. this Philip Schofield one is is slow though. We have we're yes. doing it probably at a time where people don't care about it anymore now because the submarine one is happening. But I still think it could be it could be interesting because I've gotten some information. We're just giving the people what they want, James. Yeah, and I've also I've gotten all the information on his brother as well. Oh yeah, Juicy. and um, so we're going to judge them both and we're going to have a good verdict and we're going to dive straight into it. It's going to be the first topic right off the bat. Let me find my research. So. We've covered some people on the on this show. We've covered Jimmy Savile, I think we've done yeah, him. Yeah, Jimmy Savile. And obviously he was a diddler. And um, we've covered some serial killers. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson. Yeah. You know, but who could be worse than Charles Manson <laughs> and Jimmy Savile? <laughs> Do not say Philip Schofield. Schofield. <laughs> no, no, they are worse than Philip Schofield. Uh, I just know what. By it's, Country Mile. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but anyway, Philip, did you know what his middle name is? You did tell me. Oh, Brian. Yeah, Philip Brian Schofield. And James found this interesting because it doesn't look like a Brian, but no one looks like their middle name, I would say. I think what I meant was Brian doesn't seem like a middle name. Who put? Who thinks of Brian true, as I kinda, a middle yeah, name? It's also spelled with a Y, not an I. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah, born in April 1962. He is an English television presenter for any of the... Amer- oh, that's another thing. If you're an American audience, our audience is 50-50. They're not going to fully know about this. So this is going to be news to all of them, probably. Yeah, that's true. So if you're American, you've probably gone on Netflix, some of you, and watched the Jimmy Savile documentary. I remember Ethan from the H3 podcast watched it and he'd never heard of Jimmy Savile. And he was like, what is up with England and all of their pervs? And I was like, well, we've got another one for you now, (laughs) (laughs) Ethan. There's more. Philip Schofield. So Philip Schofield is famous for This Morning, Dancing on Ice and The Cube, presenting those. Oh, yeah. I forgot he did that. Other things. Um, (laughs) I've also got, he is also famous for diddling. Do not diddle kids. It's no good diddling kids. There's a bit of Frank Reynolds there with a nice song that Philip should have listened to. So he is dual British and New Zealand. Did you know that? He's got a citizenship for both of them. That's pretty cool. That's very interesting. I mean, it's not going to do him any good in prison. But no. Is he going to prison? I don't know. I thought that's the kind of research you would have done, yeah. James. Yeah. He married his partner, Stephanie Lowe, in March 1993. Right. He met her when he was 25 and working at Children's BBC. Of course. Where she was a production assistant. And they have two daughters together, Molly and Ruby. 
who have since changed their names, their surnames. Have they? Yeah, they're not Schofield anymore. Are they Lowe's? They're Lowe's now. Ah, I see. Yes. Right. So, on the 7th of February 2020, Philip Schofield came out as gay via a statement posted on Instagram stories. Obviously, and they the also, best place to come out. Yes, and they also did an episode on it. Well, not op- on it, but they did like a segment on well, it on this morning, didn't they? He came out on Instagram and then afterward they did a segment. It was yeah. all very, very serious. It was very, very, um, very scripted. Even though my mum was watching it going, I always knew he was gay. <laughs> I always she did not. Yeah, that's what she said. How? Because she was just like, I've always suspected it, James. I always knew he was gay. That's what she said. How? I don't think I've heard anyone say that. He's a married man with kids. I know, but the, right, I've got this written here, actually, right? So in that interview with this morning, yeah. he stated that with the strength and support of my wife and daughters, I've been coming to terms with the fact that I am gay. That's what he said. And I've put as a nice fact here. When a gay man marries a woman, that woman is referred to as his beard. Did you know that? Beard. On the street, that's what it's called, yeah. So oh. if, if, if a gay man is, is marrying a woman to hide the fact that he's gay, that woman is called his beard because, like, a beard hides what's underneath. Oh. Yeah, so Stephanie Lowe is his beard, basically. Right, okay. You see? And, um, yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing that um, upsets me about all of this because I've seen posts on, like, I've seen relationship advice posts on Reddit about it and things like this. All of the grooming aside, right, he's come out as gay and obviously, you know, it takes a lot to come out as gay and um, it's a big thing. I mean, it's less nowadays because homosexuality is a lot more accepted, apart from in certain religions and circles and parts of the world. But in Western society, it's a lot more accepted. And um, the fact, so, you know, it strikes me as really unfair on the wife that he's hidden his homosexuality for this long her marriage essentially has been a sham she's wasted all of this time but do we know that husband but do we know that do we know that that maybe she knew the whole time we don't know that oh she may well have done that's what i'm saying yeah even if that's the case for philip's reputation she's had to keep up appearances for oh yeah from him, oh, oh yeah instead of, of having a relationship with a straight man like and and, and she may have on the side yeah maybe possibly but this is going beside my point <laughs> my point is that <laughs> yeah it's no, not it's not fair obviously it's you should live your true self and if you're gay you should come out as gay and you should be able to be safe to live the life that you want to live and love who you want to love that is a hundred percent important so he should never have married her. He should have just been single and either been single and been in the closet or single and been out and done whatever he needed to do. But he shouldn't have married her and wasted half her life. And also what sucks in these situations was because um, I read a story on Reddit about a woman whose, whose husband came out as gay and she was like, I was just expected to support him and no one was there for me and my marriage had ended i didn't have a husband anymore i was on my own we were getting divorced and because he needed all of the support because he was gay i had none for me and i was sad and alone and depressed yeah that's true and it's not fair yeah that is really shit um so you know i think people need to stop doing that 
Yeah, I mean, I don't actually think it's like really common. No, those. I don't think so. And I think it's less common nowadays. Yeah. But I think that was mean of Philip. Yeah, it is mean of Philip. Um, this whole thing is bloody mean of Philip. Yes. It's not a nice person. Yeah. And here's something interesting, actually, after this next fact. So, um, Schofield and Lowe have separated, after which he moved out of the family home in Oxfordshire and moved to Chiswick in London. Have you right. ever been to Chiswick, sweet tea? No, I've never been no. to Chiswick. Uh, well, don't go. There's a groomer there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon he had to go and knock on everyone's doors? I don't like, I don't think that. I think that's only an American thing. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. As of June 2023, so as of this month, Schofield and Lowe are still legally married and he continues to wear his wedding ring. Right. Does he? Why? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like what so, we meant to do with that information. This is where the plot thickens. In April 2023, Schofield's brother Timothy Schofield was found guilty of sexual offences against a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Small teenage boy. That's what that reminded me of. That guy on TikTok. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What's his name? His name's Sam's Taylor. Sam's Taylor. And he's oh my this, god! He's um, so funny. Middle Eastern man on TikTok that uh, runs a tailor shop, and he does these videos of customers in the suits they fitted, and the way he describes them and touches them. <laughs> he, what, what, is what's so his funny. best? His best one's like little white men scurry to me like rats. <laughs> <laughs> they scurry to me like rats to get. <laughs> into one of my suits and then he turns around and he points at their bums and he's then he like, goes he's legal <laughs> yeah and he's he's legal <laughs> he's like those two mountains packaged in my 4d prints <laughs> he says to me <laughs> oh gosh oh very funny anyway um so timothy schofield has been convicted of 11 sexual offenses involving a child between october 2016 and october 2019 including two of sexual activity with a child he worked for avon and somerset police as an it worker oh my god so he yeah. had full access <laughs> yeah he watched pornography with a boy who insisted he was over the age of 16 um wait so he watched pornography with a 16 year old boy with a, with a boy of a 16 year old no, boy he watched pornography with a boy and right. timothy insisted the boy was over 16 but um he wasn't i don't think he was right. no but yeah he sat down with even the boy, so with even if he was over 16 what are you doing yeah, with a 16 year old boy watching pornography it's extremely sus yeah it's very strange as the kids say yeah as that boy probably said Schofield's victim said he felt numb to life following the abuse, adding, I often felt panic, stress and fear. I felt like I was trapped in a loop of fear and anxiety of the abuse happening again. He said it was only after Timothy Schofield's arrest that he felt safe and felt free to be happy. Oh, yeah, I know. During the trial, jurors heard that Schofield told his older brother, Philip Schofield, in September 2021, that he and the victim had watched pornography together. Philip did not report this to the police. Fucking hell, of course he didn't. After Timothy's conviction, Philip stated, as far as I'm concerned, I no longer have a brother. Now... I'm going to give a slightly... I don't know if this is going to be in slightly unpopular opinion or not, but um, I... Obviously, what Timothy Schofield did is despicable and he needs to be in jail for a long, long, 
time. But I think that you should, I think you should, Philip should have said something like my brother, you know, deserves punishment and he needs to be um, incarcerated and rehabilitated. I think saying I no longer have a brother yes, seems a I bit agree. safe facey. I, I agree. And also what's weird about that, I don't have a brother anymore. Mm. If you don't have a brother anymore, if you're going to go down that route, then you can report him, no? Yeah, exactly. There's no reason why you wouldn't have reported him. That's the there you go. You phrased it how I was trying to phrase it. If 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 this is so bad that he's willing to drop his brother like yeah, exactly. it, why didn't he drop his brother when he first heard about it in yeah. September 2021? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. And then reported him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. I just think that's very very strange. Just covering his tracks. Yes, yeah. So we've got Timothy Schofield there who's now been arrested. So he's got a brother who sexually assault uh sexually assaults minors mm-hmm. and we've possibly got phil being a groomer but there is something well we know he's a groomer but there's something that i want to um bring up just before we discuss him being a groomer and that is the fucking cue jumping thing yes that happened this was the first controversial before. thing that happened before all of this came out wasn't it or was this after he was gay um, it was after he came out as gay. Okay. Um, be- but before all of this. But it was before all of this. Yeah. Although he had been spotted in the restaurant with the boy yes, in, that, yeah. in that video. But nothing really came of it, did it? No, no. But basically, so Americans or, or people from other countries watching, obviously you know that our queen died, uh, was it November? Uh, I think so. Sometime like that. And then when she died, you could go and visit her coffin. And um, there was a queue, one of the longest queues that I think possibly there's ever been. Miles and miles miles and miles long. People were waiting for... Out, someone for, someone said that they waited a whole day or something. Yeah, they? For, yeah, for so long to go and see the Queen. I don't get why people did it. I I had no interest in doing it. It wasn't even open casket, so you weren't going to see anything. Not that you would have wanted to have seen open casket anyway. I know, but <laughs> I know what, what you I'm mean. Is, I know, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, how crazy would that have been if it was yeah. open casket? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But many people waited in that queue to pay respect to the Queen. Many celebrities waited in the queue such as david beckham mm-hmm. he waited the whole time in the queue there are others next to members of the public yeah but, yeah next you to know. members of the public now philip schofield and holly willoughby hosts of this morning um they were seen just skipping the entire queue and going to see the queen's coffin and then leaving and it caused a huge uproar in yeah, the uk massive. this was in the middle of like or on the back end of like covid and everything so the country had other things to worry about yep but, but this was everywhere yeah, but ev- but the country everyone came together if you're on the left or you on the right if you were young if you were old you all came together yeah. and hated these two there was no one the there was no one that was like in support of what yeah, they did yeah, yeah. it was brilliant and they came up out with these excuses they were like it was a film that segment that we were going to do on this morning that film segment never came out nope. there were no cameras following nope. them when they went to the th- 
thing there was no film segment they they went on this morning and were like the reason we jumped the queue is because we were filming a segment for this morning and the segment never showed yeah. so on that show that it was supposed to be on they were like now nah, it was for this i don't know if they didn't show it because of the controversy but surely because of the controversy you should have showed it you yes know? exactly I, I don't think there was there ever was never no exactly it. yeah i think they were just being selfish and stupid when you've got people more famous than you like david beckham david yeah. beckham is known worldwide yeah. they are known britain right wide yeah. and he stood in the queue in the queue. whole time yeah yeah then you should be ashamed of yourself you imagine if you were standing next to david beckham on your way to go and see the queen's that'd be pretty cool That's especially pretty with how cool. long the line is you're basically you can, spending 24 hours you can chat night. to that man yeah i you know can ask him so many i mean he probably wouldn't be up for answering but mm. where did these people sleep well, as well you know actually i think he would be because he's going to be there for a long time he probably is going to get bored he'll probably have some chats with people oh yeah but also if you're standing next to him and you're like a massive fan and you're like oh, taking yeah. selfies and asking him every question under the sun he's probably gonna yeah. be like shut the fuck up now but mm. also where are these people sleeping that were waiting 24 hours i think they just didn't they just didn't sleep Jesus they just stayed away yeah so i just want to bring out that so he's already got a bad reputation yeah. before all UK, of this came out before all of this happens so i've got a timeline of events here we've got phil first meets younger lover so Philip first met the male colleague he later had an affair with during a visit to the 15-year-old school when he was in his 40s. So he was 15, Philip was in his 40s. Disgusting. Do the quick maths, team. 25, I've already done it. Really? Yeah. Well done. Uh, the former This Morning presenter is said to have been invited to give a talk at the theatre school in the northwest of England in 2011. Um, according to the Mail on Sunday, Schofield Kramer Cross is enthusiastic, encouraging and generous with his time. The schoolboy asked the This Morning presenter for a job with Schofield promising to arrange an interview at an appropriate time. Now, they exchange first tweets. In the same year, Phil's future colleague made his first Twitter account, tweeting the presenter at Scof, Hey, Philip, thanks for following me. How are you? There was no reply from Phil. In 2014, the teenager made another Twitter account after turning 18. Phil tweeted him saying, Hey, welcome back. How's the acting going? Got the big break yet? The drama student... Sorry, why are they doing this publicly? Yeah, I know. That's weird. He said a few minutes later, Phil posted another tweet saying, All good. See you on the ITV this morning sofa soon then, Philip said. Interesting. And then he gets a job on this morning. Um, in April 2016, the student started working as a runner on This Morning, age 20. He had been previously visited the show where he met Holly and Phil for a tour of the studio. Pictures of the trio sitting on the This Morning sofa were shared as the runner thanked Phil for teaching him so much. He also interviewed the presenter in 2015 about his time fronting the award-winning programme, which he loved so much. Then, the runner was pictured with Holly and her husband, Dan, outside the ntas in january 2020 the one who was pictured having a brief conversation with holly outside the ntas um then what happened um we've got so then phil comes out as gay interesting how how long after uh this was about um okay so this was the same year they're at the ntas together Mm. Um, so Phil comes out as gay Phil cheerfully came out on national television during the This Morning broadcast we've already discussed that with the strength and support of this is something that's caused many heartbreaking conversations at home blah 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 Phil um, then we've got Timothy charged with sexual 
fences. Oh, and then obviously there's the reported feud between Phil and Holly. She's taken all photos off of her Instagram. Yeah, they don't follow um, each other anymore. She's taken no. everything off that Phil had. It was in like photo wise. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then did she? Did you see that? Um, she did like a um, statement before the first kind of show that she came back and presented after all of this yeah. scandal without Phil. Right. And I believe she was with Alison. Lo- oh, yes. Love Alison. She's great. She's great. She's Have you wicked. seen her interview with Harrison Ford and Ryan yes, Gosling? Yes, so, so funny. funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> she did a, yeah, a little statement. She was like, firstly, how are you? And it was just, and everyone was just like, why the fuck is she talking to us? Like, we're personally affected. Yeah, yeah, slash, I know. <laughs> like, we're in school. She's like, how are you doing? I'm not great. I bet you guys are feeling the same way that I am disappointed let down betrayed sorry sounds like some fucking PSA. it was so honest it was so weird <laughs> it was the weirdest statement ever uh, and then she goes anyway so up next today this like, i think she helped cover it up we'll get to this later yeah, but we'll get to that. right so then phil admits his affair with a younger colleague phil confessed he had engaged in a romantic affair with a younger man while married to his wife stephanie lowe claiming the consensual on-off relationship was unwise but not illegal. He oh. said he was very sorry for the affair. I did have a consensual on-off relationship with a younger male colleague at this morning. Contrary to speculation, whilst I met the man when he was a teenager and was asked to help him get into television, it was only after he started to work on the show that it became more than just a friendship. That relationship was unwise but not illegal. It is now over. Then Holly said that Phil lied to her about the affair. I disagree. You, right. You work on the same set with both of them, Holly. Mm-hmm. You would have 100% at some point saw them guys having a little bit of a kiss also, or they've, something. Also, they've been best mates for years. Best they for get years. Dr- they've been drunk on TV together. Yep, yep. Like they're going to discuss they, Yeah, oh, for sure. They've literally... She saved they know, they, skin. You know, you look at them two and they're kind of like Ant and Deck. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, yeah. they know everything about each other. They're like best friends. They present together. They get on really, really well. So it just doesn't, I mean, I, it, you know, you can keep secrets from people's obviously, but yeah. something like that, where the guy that he's having an affair with is also on the same set. I just don't believe it. She would have saw something. She would have heard something. Oh yeah. It was impossible for them to be sneaking around, having a relationship and Holly having no idea. She's saving her own skin. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. And do you remember he gave that interview? I think it was for like BBC or The Sun. You know, the one that everyone's made memes out of. Mm. And he was like, um, what do you, do you want me to die? Because that's where I am. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. But in that one, he tried to do the age old bloody scapegoat of like, you know, it's because I'm gay or whatever. Did he? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. I, I, I can watch it all. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Because he just started vaping. <laughs> yeah. he started yeah. vaping yeah. in a in an interview for mm. the newspaper yeah like how unprofessional mm. you're talking about how you want to get your image cl- squeaky clean and you whack out a vape what yeah, are you i know doing? i know and if if you are a man that is grooming a boy it's not because you were gay i've certainly learned something this this has nothing to do with being gay this is just the work of a man who's an extreme sexual deviant gay or not Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that um, works perfectly. I know. And uh, so, I, and basically, I, that's where we are now. So, um, he's not been, uh, it, it's not illegal, so we can't be convicted of anything. But he definitely groomed this young boy. His brother is a, 
an actual criminal mm-hmm. and his career lies in tatters on the floor before us. Yeah, he won't, we won't be seeing him on our telly anytime soon. No. Maybe no. on like... Crime Watch. Yeah, some <laughs> white woman's podcast, crime podcast, I'm sure. Yeah, but that is the lowdown on Philip Schofield now for anyone that's... Um, that needed to know. That needed to know. to know. Our verdict is that he is a bloody diddler and that, um, you know, people should not... Well, yeah, I mean, he's... Well, Diddler to an extent because he's not underage, but he groomed him, yes. Yes. Yeah. The worst one that's happening at the moment, we'll give our verdict on Philip first, actually, and then I'll go into this. Yeah, you stop don't sidetracking. Know, you don't know about this one. You're going to be like, what the F? But um, What the F? But yeah, so our verdict is he's an absolute diddler. He shouldn't be allowed a career anymore. Holly should not be on this morning anymore because you definitely covered up for him, as well as other people at ITV that we don't Please know about. Please just let... Alison Hammond. Yeah. And is it Dermot? O- no, not Dermot Derm- O'Leary. No, is it Dermot O'Leary? Yeah, the guy from the. He presented the X Factor. Yes. yes Dermot Dermot O'Leary. Dermot O'Leary. Yeah, them two are a great pair together. They should present it. Mm. Another thing, actually, that told me that Philip was definitely guilty of sin and they all knew about what? it was that um, when it was Philip's goodbye episode, yeah. all they did was a quick two minutes, yes. Dermot and Alison, and were like, Philip, he's been doing it for 22 years or whatever, and now he's gone. Yeah. With a couple pictures of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if then they moved were on. behind him, and if, and if ITV were like, he is innocent or whatever, mm-hmm. then there would be a whole 20 minute segment, his best bits, yeah, his bloopers. Yeah, yeah like, love he, yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, he's been doing that one show for like 22 years. That's a long time. I think it's 22. It might be longer. Savage, isn't it? Yeah. So, he, yeah, he's he's guilty as sin. His hands are red. <laughs> is, that, is that the phrase? Um, oh, caught red but, hands. No, there's, there's, <laughs> well, if you've murdered someone, there's blood on your hands. But I mean, yeah. he's, he's not. There's... No, but what's... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, tell me this other thing. Right. So, there is a Hollywood actor called Ezra Miller. Have you heard of this name? Ezra Miller, no. That's what he looks like, right? Okay. Now, he, um, although, no, it's not he because he's non-binary. Okay. So it's they. They, so them. They. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I slip on this audience, don't I apologise. Please don't cancel <laughs> me. But um, we need to find his criminal uh, controversies and legal issues. There's multiple paragraphs. Look at all of the paragraphs. Oh, my God. What has so he basi- done? So basically, some of the stuff he's done. Um, so he has um, slapped a woman on right. camera. It was filmed just randomly. And I think he also he strangled a woman and threw her to the ground. This was in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2022, he, was, he went to... They went to Hawaii and um, he was the subject of 10 calls to the police because of various minor incidents, such as filming people, loitering, arguing. um, And eventually they lived um, at a hostel. And um, what happened was there was a physical altercation there as there's some other assault related things. But um, there was, where was it? So he was um, guilty of second degree assault in Hawaii. Right. And then basically there was this, um, he ended up hanging out with this 18 year old and he went to this um, house 
and um, he holed up in this house with like a baby and a family and he locked them in there and he had oh guns gosh. all in the house. And he basically had this like family, like semi hostage in this <gasps> house of all these Just guns. a random family? Yeah, yeah, in Hawaii. There was a baby there amongst these guns and he was also burglaring people as well. And basically there's a movie out right now called The Flash, which I have no interest oh, in seeing. Oh, is that on... Um... Out in the cinema? Yes, it is. I saw that a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he is the main character in it. He is what? the Flash, right? Oh, he's... Yeah, okay. but um, all of these crimes that he committed was after he filmed this while they were editing the movie. So right. after he's filmed it, he's like, I'm just going to go on a crime on a spree. Right, and I'm going to assault women. I'm going to burgle houses. Why did he do... I'm going to leave they? guns around babies. Why did they do that? Um, I don't... Because he's obviously mentally unstable. That w- because they're obviously mentally unstable. Thank you for correcting me, T. I'm really bad You're at You're really bad. You've done it so many times. I'm, I'm so sorry. And um, I'm really sorry, Ezra the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, they is allowed on the red carpet. and he, Still. And they are going to the premiere, yes. And some of the directors are talking about his future in the franchise or whatever. Oh! <gasps> And I'm like, how is this person allowed to make any so more films? So, so they haven't been arrested for this? I think he's got like court dates coming up and things like that. Or, you know, Did, they've come he, to settlements and things. But they didn't kill the... the they, they didn't kill anyone. They didn't kill no. anyone. They, but how they long... They just assaulted how long, multiple people. How long did they keep them hostage? Uh, I think it was at least like a week or something like that. It was in this house Just in for the fun of it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know in depth. We might be able to go in depth uh, on oh, a further episode. Oh my gosh! And now he's and now they're in and he's, the main character in the movie. Yep, and they're just on. And they're not going to do anything about ca- it. Nope, no. And w- what's really annoyed me is um, that's just power. He's probably just done it for power mm-hmm. because he's got the power now, and he he. That's exactly why he's done it. Like the they've done it. Like the time frame you've just explained. The move they filmed it. Yes. Then they decided to go and do this rampage. Yes. Before the movies come out. Yeah. Because like that's the perfect timing to do it and mm-hmm. now they're getting away with it. What's upset me particularly is that um this the Flash movie is a DC movie. Now DC is a company like Marvel, but they have like Batman and Superman. Like, I always thought DC and Marvel were the same company. No, but they're, they're not. completely but different apparently. James Gunn, the director and yes. maker of Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. he is now the CEO of DC. Yes. So he's he's had a banger of a year. Yep. He's got married to his gorgeous wife and he's yeah, become beautiful. the CEO of um dc yeah and he's one i don't know if he's doing it just to save face at the moment but he's one of those people where his only comment on it was we'll evaluate our relationship with this person in the future like that's all he said like what he should be saying is there won't be any more films with this yeah, person but there's nothing to evaluate yeah there's nothing I'm, to evaluate i'm really disappointed in him yeah um which has upset me. But, but yes. the thing is, even though he's CEO, he still has to make decisions have to go for everyone else, no? Or does he make the final he's, decision? He's joint CEO with a man called Peter Safran. And so basically, all they do all of the decision making. So James right. Gunn is so involved has... in the major decision making. So, so did a CEO leave DC for him to be promoted or did he just get promoted to help this um, other the guy? D- the, I believe the CEO wanted to leave and, there, and obviously there was a 
process and they were oh. like i think these are the best people for the job okay. i have a feeling that james gunn is only saying we'll evaluate his position because the movie's still out in cinemas and they're promoting they want, they it they want to get money so i yeah, feel like true. once the film is done in cinemas i don't think we're is he a good actor again. is, is, is ezra, Miller, ezra a good actor he's all right everything how, how long has in. he been on the scene how long have they been on the scene because i've not seen him i don't think he's then. not he's not been in anything that you've uh, but they've not been in anything that you've seen. I don't recognise them. I'll see. Has he got his filmography on here? I mean, oh, it yeah. will do. Filmography. Um, recent, so he was in The Flash. He was in Fantastic Beasts, which you've not seen. Nope. Um, he how, was old, in, how, oh, how old is Ezra? Um, he is... He is... Let me guess. 31. <sighs> oh, he's 30. They, they are 30. Oh, hmm that's quite young. Um, he was in the first Suicide Squad as, oh. a, as a cameo role as the Flash. Um, but th- that's basically it. All he's been in is basically Fantastic Beasts and these DC movies of and he's, of note. And they've probably potentially, hopefully, mm. fucked their rest of their career now. Yep. And I, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see him in anything else. I, I hope so. Also, speaking of other people that are a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Miranda sings. Oh yes! Now I, we could do a whole episode. We on can that. do a whole episode, and on we this are one. running out of time. So yeah. we we will. We, I just yes. wanted it nose nose drop. No, what's it called? It, name drop. Name drop. <laughs> what is wrong with nose me today? <laughs> what is wrong with me today? I wanted to name drop mm. to get excited because. Yeah. I used to watch her mm. and I am terrible, so shocked. Sending panties to oh. an underage boy. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just absolutely vile. So we're going to take a short break and then we are going to be getting to a brand new segment called The People's Verdict. I'm going for a wee. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, 
like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for staying with us. So we've got a brand new segment today. It's always good to change up the show. This segment is called... Would the... I lie to you? No. <laughs> I love that show. I oh, know, it's very good. Bob Mortier slays on that program. <laughs> I've never heard you say slays. <laughs> I'm trying to be down with the kids, you know. Um, so this segment, we don't have a jingle for it, but it is called The People's Verdict. Ooh. Right. So... T has recently started a job as long-haul cabin crew. Now, long-haul cabin crew means that you stay away in places, doesn't it? For a long, long time. It feels like a long time when she's away, I can tell you now. But what places have you been to so far? New York, Mm -hmm. Washington, D.C., and I'm on my way to San Francisco tomorrow. Yes, yes. So... What I thought we'd do is there's some locations that you have been to. We're doing New York today. And I thought we would find and judge and laugh at some of pe- some people's reviews of these famous landmarks in New Perfect. York. Perfect. I love that. And we will also get your review of them as well. I've not been to either of the three landmarks that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so basically what I've done is I've gone on Google and, uh, gone to the reviews and I've had a right laugh and I found some that people have, people have written. Okay. Okay. Genuine people have written these as reviews. So the first one is Times Square. Now, sweet tea, how many times have you been to Times Square? Times Square. Yeah, Times Square. Times Square. Times Square. Times Square. Times Square. There's no S. (laughs) Yes, there is. There's two S's. Yeah, as in it's Times Square. I don't think people pronounce it as Times Square. Look right. how much longer that is to say. No, I completely get you, but could you give me your review? <laughs> review of I've been Times to time, Square. Time Square yeah. twice. Okay, and your thoughts? Ridiculous place. Okay, how many stars out of five? Um, three, three and a half. Okay, three and a half stars out of five. And what did you, apart from ridiculous, can you I mean, expand yeah, on what was just, ridiculous about I it? I personally mm-hmm. don't see what the big deal is and why Got it's it. so like, like whatever. Yeah. Like it's just shops, right? With these neon lights and these uh-huh. signs and it looks cool like at night, don't get me wrong, because everything's all lit up. Mm. And you've got like these red stairs that looks onto the view. But everybody is there taking right. pictures. It's busy. You've got street dancers. You've got people walking around in costumes, like someone in like a a pink Mario suit, a clown outfit. It just doesn't make any sense. But it's accepted in this place for some mm. reason. It's like one quarter, it's one half of New York that it's like, oh yeah, it's a free for all. You've got people having parrots and snakes around their necks. Like, what is going on? It's so loud. Um, yeah, and I went there when I was so tired. So like, it just was not the vibe. Um, and the first... I knew you were going to say vibe. <laughs> and the first time I went there, it was with school. So again, wasn't really the vibe. So yeah. maybe I haven't experienced it like properly, but from my experience, it's I don't see how I can experience it any better than I have experience. Okay. Experience. You've experience. sold it to me well. So Thank three, you. three to three and a half stars for tea. Yeah. Um, too busy. 
Right, so Elizabeth Limonta, now she is classed as a Google Google local guide, which means she's done enough reviews that she's got like a star on her profile. So she is legit. Okay. And she's voted Times Square as one star. And she is simply put, turn off the billboards. To be fair. Yeah? Yeah, it's probably wasting so much electricity and taxpayers are paying for that. Mm. Okay, so you're in line with her review. One. Yeah, I mean, she, I can't see how you how anyone can disagree with that. Okay, Nikita Sisman, another Google local guide, just put put three stars. Too much people. Yep, too much people is another way of saying it's busy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grammatically incorrect way. Of it saying is. A, it. it is. Rena so. Rena Sharma. She had a complete opposite brew. She's ah. given it five stars. Wow. Glowing review. She fucking loved it. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, listen to this in-depth analysis of her I glowing review of Times Square. I can see it's not. Go on. Times Square, where you feel the time. <laughs> five, five stars. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> Times Square, where you feel... What right. does that even mean? If someone told me that they feel the time, I imagine they're meaning this is going fucking slow. Yeah. This is boring. I'm really feeling the time here. But she's gone, it's boring. You feel the time go by so slowly. I love it. Five stars. Yeah. That's what Weird. she said. That yeah. is so bizarre. So those are the reviews I've managed to get for Times Square. Now, the next one that I know that you went to visit mm-hmm. was Grand Central Station. Mm-hmm. Now, what is your review of Grand Central Station? Grand Central Station is nice. It's absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, the wall art is is stunning. There's wall art, is there? Yeah. Oh, um, they're like, uh, yeah. There's. I can't remember what it is. It's um, like stained glass windows. No, no, it is something. I the constellation, like right. the stars and stuff. So it yeah. looks really beautiful, and it's. I always find stuff like that fascinating, like in churches and stuff when people. Mm have the time and the patience to paint things like that's so impressive um and obviously it was in gossip girl and i loved gossip girl xoxo xoxo so when yep. i went there i was like oh this is fun like like lively was here so i like that place how often did she go there in the show i don't remember it was the, it's the opening scene and obviously uh, there's probably other clips i can't remember right. but i don't know the average it's in quite a few films it's it's featured very heavily in the first madagascar movie oh Yes. But again, it is quite weird that like a train station, there's literally so many tourists about like taking yeah. pictures and stuff. Like it is quite funny. Because yeah. um, all the train stations in the UK just look like bollocks, don't they? Yeah, it is a bit shit. But mm. this is, it is gorgeous. It is a nice um, train station. So I don't know, I'd say like four. It's better than four Times stars. Square. I'd rather sit in Grand Central Station than Times Square. Okay. So Josiah Freeman... Gave it a one star. Oh, no. She's they, not happy. Yeah. Um, I think this is a he, oh, Josiah. He, sorry. He's not happy. Worst, can't assume. P- worst place ever. Don't go. My mum made me go and I lost six hours of playing Fortnite. What the hell are they doing in Grand Central Station for six hours? Yeah, I know. I, I can only assume it's the train journey as well. This next one is by <laughs> far one of my favourite reviews because it is just so strongly worded. Laura Horowitz, a Google local guide, mm-hmm. so respected reviews. Yeah, she knows from her Laura stuff. Horowitz, one star. Right. Was not a fan of Grand Central Station. Okay. She said, packed with people and no air conditioning. The store is selling warm drinks for three and four dollars. This city has truly gone to hell. 
Wow, the passion. I know. Damn, Laura. Yeah. Is yeah. it Laura? It is Laura That's Horowitz. Um, did, Damn. Did you have any of these problems? When you I didn't position? buy anything when I was there, but I can imagine it being expensive. Yes, because obviously it's a tourist spot. And I mean, New York in general is so expensive. Mm. It definitely in comparison to when I went to Washington, like the price difference is insane. When you walked in there, did you go, I'm literally in the seventh circle of hell here <laughs> this no station. and it also it wasn't busy and it wasn't ridiculously hot like i didn't really notice and mm. like air conditioning like i mean obviously it's a, there's tubes and stuff like there is um a subway and an underground mm. whatever they call it there i don't know but it's either called like i think a subway it's a subway or yeah metro, or metro like yeah mm. but it's obviously that's boiling hot but that's the same in central london so like mm. i'm used to that yeah um jess figura one star. Again, another passionate woman. She's gone, worst location on earth. Poor and rude customer service. This location is the reason I've stopped going altogether. So, like, Al-Qaeda infested cave, the Sahara Desert, Grand Central Station is Damn. the worst Damn. place on earth. Well, I'm sorry to say that I enjoyed it, Jess. I am sorry <laughs> to say that. Yeah. I, I clearly like awful places. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy, and uh, for some reason their username is called A New Day. They oh. gave it one star and said, can't see the clock. And that's it. Is that right? Okay. Did you have any trouble seeing the clock? Um... Not that I recall. I, d- I don't know. Right. We've got... No, I don't really, don't really think it affected my time. No, it didn't. It no. affected uh, <laughs> a new days so much. And then our final review for... Is there um, a better review than one star? Grand Central Station. Well, this is a glowing review okay. of Grand Central Station. Juan Martinez said, Despite so many years, it's like new. Just amazing. I love travelling on this line. One star. <laughs> I had the best day. It was amazing. Thank you so much. One out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the final location oh, in New York. I know this is not one that you've been to recently, but I know that you've been, um, which is the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Um, so if you can cast your mind back to when you went back in school. I didn't go onto the island. Right. I just went on a boat trip around the island. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen the Statue of Liberty up close. But from far like, away, how did I've you seen... like it? Um, I, fun fact, I don't even know if you knew this. I used, to, before I went on this school trip and I was, I was so scared of the Statue of Liberty what i was so scared like i used to i was telling all of my friends at school that i just didn't want to go on the boat trip like i did not like the statue of liberty i did not like the way that it looked i it freaked me out i thought it was (laughs) i thought it was quite a scary looking statue Mm. um and then people thought oh we'll show you a picture of it what it looked like before it went green because obviously it was bronze bronze. that scared me more like that is if you look up pictures it's quite terrifying and um carry on I thought it was quite big, mm. right? And I'd, I, I'm not scared of heights, but I've got like this weird phobia of looking at tall buildings. Oh, like I right. feel a bit yeah. like sick to my stomach. Mm. Like, look at that. That's quite creepy, no? Because it's not like the statue's smiling. No, she doesn't smile, does she? No. No. So it might be an unpopular opinion, but I, I didn't... I wasn't looking forward to seeing the Statue of Liberty. Fair Since enough. then... 
I have developed and realised that it's not that scary. And I have a, now have a top with the Statue of Liberty on and I don't get freaked do, out every yeah. time I wear it. So that's good. That's development. Do you know um, that it was a gift from the French? I do know that. Mm, yeah. yeah, I don't know why. Mm. But yeah, so um, I'm interested to see these reviews. <laughs> yeah. So, ho- oh, wait, how many stars are you giving it then? Uh, four? I don't know, like four, yeah. Yeah, cool. Huang Jeff, one star. Not only special statue, but also good museum for tourists. However, the cafe <laughs> let me get very bad experience due to clerk mistaking queuing sequence. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sorry you had that experience. Yes, I that's just not. That's not nice. I mean, Americans aren't very good at queuing. It's more of a British thing. I just loved the way that he phrased it. The cafe yeah. let me get very bad experience <laughs> because of the clerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never heard them be called, well. I have, but like I know. very rarely they get called clerks. Gcast has given it one star, and oh. they said. Purchase tickets to go in in advance if you have a crystal ball to let you know it's oh. open. Also, hope and pray you can get one of their 50 bootleg lockers where five of them work. Otherwise, great place to visit. Now, that man is British. I can tell you from that yep. review yep. that that is a British yep. man. Yeah, that is an <laughs> angry British yeah. male. Yeah. Yep. As soon as I saw that review, I was like, I'm adding that because he's so English. Yeah. I really want to go on the island. Oh, so do I. Yes. Yeah, I've not yeah. done that, so... I want to go to the... The main reasons I want to go to New York is I want to go on that island and I want to visit the 9-11 museum. Yeah, Glenn, I really want to go to the 9-11 mm. museum. Mm-hmm. Jackson Wagner gave it one star. He put... The entire statue is one colour. <laughs> I'm pro colours and I'd like to see a variety <laughs> of them in any statue I look Stop. at. And I gotta say, out of all of the colours they could have chosen, they choose some weird punk green, which was like one of the worst possible options. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we were literally just discussing why it was I know. Colour. That is yeah. so funny. He can't be serious. I'm <laughs> pro colours. Who says that they're pro colours? <laughs> must be messing about that's too funny also all statues are normally just one color anyway it's normally just one material yeah i know the man is a fool yeah tom proctor also gave it one star he said books not free what means library if not freedom (laughs) um he needs a book he (laughs) needs a dictionary yeah he really (laughs) does he really does wow Cam gave it one star. It was terrible. My family and I saw rats coming from out her torch and falling onto what? the tourists. Avoid at all costs. Saw rats? Where? Fall- falling out <laughs> of her torch. So in the air, <laughs> rats were falling out onto the onto tourists, apparently. I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's insane if that's true. I mean, to be fair, there probably is rats in the torch. Yeah, yeah most I mean, likely. Why not? Jordan J, one star. I'm scared of heights. I didn't know how tall it was. I had to get help from those hot firemen. (laughs) That's brilliant. I know. Even if it's fake, that's brilliant. Uh, Someone called Your Mum, one star. It's a statue in a city. Nothing special, lol. Just because it's the USA, it's famous, bruh. (laughs) Right, okay. Um, Do you agree with that sentiment? No, we've got the Eiffel Tower that isn't in the USA and that yep. is very famous. Some would argue more famous. I think statistically it's the most it's famous more, It is because it's very, very, it's known everywhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, um, pipe down. Mm. He's obviously just, he had a very bad day and he wanted to take it out on something. Yep. So he took it out on the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Hussam Shiguri, 
has said, my experience and my visit is very beautiful and wonderful. I wish it to every lover and to all people. Beautiful views, wonderful people, restaurants, and everything you need is there. Safe and secure. One star. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I knew the one star was coming. Oh, my God. That is the most wholesome, cutest (laughs) review. And he's fucked it at the end. Oh, no. Right, and finally... Do they know how reviews work? Obviously not, no. Oh, bless them. And finally, my favourite, Matthew Moed. One star. Horrible place. There's a giant blue lady photobombing all my pictures. (laughs) (laughs) That one's brilliant. There you go. So that was our new segment, um, uh, The People's Verdict. So... Tune in in the coming weeks when we have more places that T or I have visited to uh, check the reviews on. Now, finally... You can do the review reviews on the flat, James. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the Airbnb next to us. <laughs> I bet because you're always in. Oh, I see. <laughs> mean. No. And my voice just broke. Mean. <laughs> mean. Right, so finally, just before we end the show, we are going to do some courting with James. So cue the jingle. Now, this first one, we're going to do, we'll do one or two. Okay, I've got four prepared, but we're going a bit over time. But we've been away for a while, so I think we can go a little bit longer. So now this first one. Am I the asshole for not giving my husband a single hour off on Father's Day? Um, do you need to go on? Yes, you now, are. Actually, I do because she was branded the asshole in this, but there was some fierce debate. Oh, which I'll get into with you. This is why I wanted to bring this one on the show. Because, bring this one to my attention. Yes. Yeah, so. My husband, 36 male, and I, 33 female, have been married for eight years and have three kids. Five, three, and a one-month-old infant. So a really young baby. Right. I am currently still recovering from my planned C-section, and it is taking a lot longer. Could you pass me my Coke, please? And it's taking... A lot longer than I'd hoped. I'm not on bed rest, but pretty darn close. Unless it's to go to the bathroom or changing or feeding my baby, I'm pretty much always sitting or laying down. I don't like it, but it's what my body needs to heal right now. Thank you very much. Both my husband and I are still on maternity slash paternity leave. Right. So she's had a C-section, which is quite the ordeal on a woman's body from what I heard. So she sat down most of the time. Obviously, that means that pretty much every other aspect of our lives falls on my husband right now. He's been doing a great job of taking care of the older kids and making sure everything in our lives is running as smoothly as it can, can, given our circumstances. He's also great about taking care of the baby and giving me breaks as much as he can. But I can tell it's starting to wear on him mentally and physically. Of course. Neither of us is sleeping well, and I swear he looks like he's lost more weight than I have since the baby came. Probably, because he's running around so much. Mm Mm-hmm. Due to me being pretty much immobile, I can't really go out of the house to do anything without assistance, so I wasn't able to plan anything really fun for Father's Day. I did help the older kids make him cards and ordered him some nice steaks to cook, though. I felt bad. So he... he, I got you some steaks. you got to cook them, though. Yes. (laughs) 
I felt bad because for Mother's Day, he bought me a six hour pregnancy spa treatment and took the older kids out six of the house all day so I could have hour. peace. Yeah. Take notes, James. Yeah, wow. I know. Yeah, and took the older kids out of the house all day so I could have peace. But on the morning of Father's Day, I was feeling worse than usual as I had to strain myself the day before to pick up something off the floor and I aggravated my indecision. So I was laid up all day. Again, this meant my husband had to do literally everything that day. By the time he got the older kids to bed, I could tell he was irritated and upset. I told him to try and relax for a bit, but then the baby started fussing and he jumped off the couch, grabbed a pillow and screamed into it. I tried to calm him down, but he just kept freaking out about how he's at his wits end and he needs a break and that I couldn't even find a way to give him a single hour of quiet on father's day i started crying and he just looked at me and walked away to take care of the baby without saying anything after he took care of the baby he came back to me and apologized but he said he needs a break and he's going to talk to family about taking the older kids for a week or so and that he's just disappointed that his father's day was spent running around doing everything for everyone else he didn't even get to cook his steaks he ate cold pizza for dinner I asked him what I was supposed to do because it's not like I can move or leave the house. And he said I could have looked into a sitter for the kids or made them sit with me and watch a movie for an hour so he could have just a sliver of time to himself. He said he feels like his needs are at the bottom of the list and he just wanted to feel like his matters, like he matters for one day. What do you think? Okay, honestly, my opinion is, it's funny because I was like, you don't need to go on. I think she's an arsehole. I actually, it's a really awkward situation because I see both perspectives. <laughs> Now, I see exactly where he's coming from. She definitely could have tried harder to try and give him some time. And yeah, finding a sitter. However, I don't think she did not do that malicious to be malicious. She probably just genuinely didn't think of that because of her state. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But this is where there were arguments in the comments and stuff. Because obviously there are people saying like her state at the moment. Obviously, she sat down and everything. The amount of stuff that you can get done online at the moment while you're sat on your phone yeah, true, is yeah. astronomical. Yeah. And she was the one that ordered cold uh, steaks for him to cook. When she was thinking that in her brain, did she not think, how about instead I'll order us all some takeaway so he doesn't have to do any cooking yeah, true. and we can all eat that. Yeah. That that was one that she should not have missed. That's true, that's true. And also, yeah, she forgot to do it, but from being sat down, you could call a sitter and say, could you yeah, look yeah, after yeah. some kids? No, I, I, this is what I'm saying. I agree with what he's mm. saying, but also... Well, I I generally think that because she cried straight away, I generally feel like she she hasn't done this. Yeah, deliberately. That's she's just if she's genuinely just not thought thought about it. Get that, but also if he's at his wits end and he's come to her and said, "I'm at my wits end. I can't carry on anymore. I've done everything," and she just starts crying. She's just instantly made the situation about herself. Yeah, no, yeah, which is not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but also, but she's crying because she feels bad. He said he feels his needs are at the bottom of the list. Mm. Now that bit, they are, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. to a certain extent they should be because yeah. obviously She's the mum, the kids, on. him understand that. But like I saw a saying the other day, what was it? It said um, the huskies aren't going to pull the sled if you starve them. He's the one keeping them all together. Mm-hmm. If he's not given some sort of morale boost mm-hmm. or something to make him feel better, then everyone in that family is going to suffer yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's the one handling everything. Yeah. So I think she's really dropped the ball there. Yeah. And um, But, you know, if I'm completely honest, mm. this might be controversial and it might be mean. It's not that deep. It's really not. It, um, it's just... 
Father's Day, right? Uh, and she is going to learn from that. And she's probably now found time for him. Yeah. And she's learned from it and she's probably rectified herself. And he's probably having some nice time to himself. And after all this, hopefully she can treat him to a holiday or something. But yeah. I think I think the main reason he's upset is because of what day it was. Yeah. But realistically... Well, it, I think it was it, more that he wants a break. And yeah, he's yeah. the day was a chance for a break. Yeah. Yeah. But like... I mean, if you if you don't celebrate Father's Day, you don't celebrate Father's Day. If you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, you don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm. That kind of the event of the day shouldn't be the the the, the deal here. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 I think yeah. just the fact that he's going through this right now is what mm. should be focused on, not what day of the week it was. Yeah. Someone said, unless you left it out, you didn't even console your husband. He broke down in front of you after weeks, maybe months of doing a lot on his own. Your only response was, well, what was I supposed to do? Hmm. Mm. Um, you are the recovering you are a recovering mother which every everyone should understand but I've spent 30 seconds reading this and already thought why didn't she coordinate with a friend or family member to take the kids for a portion of the day yeah. that takes bare minimum effort and shows how you can care for your man on his day during this period where he's been getting the job done hindsight is twenty twenty, but again you're the arsehole yeah, I just find true. it so strange that her thought process was yeah we'll order some steaks that he can cook yeah. I don't get why our thing was right. Papa John's, let's do this. Yeah, I know. Maybe because his favourite is steak, but then even so, she you should could still just... delivery from a restaurant some steaks. Yeah, if she really wanted to. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. I do think that she mm -hmm. definitely she definitely could have given it more thought. It did feel like she probably just rushed the thoughts. Yes. Um, yeah. Because of her situation, but yeah. And we're going to do one more. Mm -hmm. um, I'll save the others for next time. So now this one is... Am I the arsehole for going on a camping trip without my boyfriend? That makes you an arsehole for going on a camping trip without me. No, no, it doesn't take because you're invited and you're at work. Yeah, I know. I was only joking. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> that really added to the conversation here. Okay, so um, last week, I, female, 25, and my boyfriend, Henry, male, 29, were invited on a three-day camping trip by some of our friends, Mike, 24, John, 26, Beth, 22, Jack, 27, Sarah 25. So is this a, relevant? <laughs> I know. So there's a mixture of men ages. and women here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And ages, yeah. Cool. had agreed that this trip would be tech-free. So throughout the entire trip, we kept our phones switched off. Crazy. I've always loved the great outdoors, and so does Henry. He was really excited to go. But the night before the trip, he caught a terrible flu and couldn't join us. On the morning of the trip, Henry asked if I would stay back with him. But I told him it would be rude if we both cancelled. He complained a little expressing his concern about me going alone but i told him he was acting childish and left for the trip thoughts so far t um oh, i'm really struggling today with my thoughts mm. i think you conflicted are you i am a little bit conflicted mm. because just because he's ill no doesn't mean she can't go right no. but then you know she didn't need to call him childish. No. I feel like your opinion's going to change when okay, you hear more. Okay. Carry on. The trip was an absolute blast. Oh, it gosh. felt like we were kids again. We played hide and seek, swam and caught up with each other. <laughs> now who's being childish? Mm. Yep. Here we go. I always enjoyed spending time with Jack 
as I hadn't <gasps> seen him Stop! in nearly a year, and we were very close friends. Oh, no. Being an expert swimmer, Jack taught me, a relative novice, a few different swimming techniques, and since both of us were responsible for the food, I showed him some of my cooking skills. As a group, we enjoyed the trip so much oh, that we God. decided to extend it by a day. <gasps> now, Stop it! Remember, Stop it. remember that the boyfriend is ill at home, the camping trip is tech-free, and they've extended it by Stop. a day. So think, think about the implications of that for oh a minute. Oh, my okay? gosh. When it was time to return to town, Jack drove and dropped me off at my apartment. We oh. hung out for a few hours, and then he went home. Oh. After, so she then, so Jack drove and dropped me off at my apartment. So they then hung out at her apartment for a few hours, her and this Jack. No. After he left... I realised that I had forgotten to turn my phone back on throughout no. the entire trip. No, no, no. When I finally did, I saw that Henry had left me several messages asking I'm where I was. I'm not surprised. So her boyfriend is ill at home. He wanted to go on this trip. Oh my she God. hasn't messaged him the entire time. Oh, my God. And extended it by a day. She's a fucking arsehole. Mm-hmm. I called him and asked if something had gone wrong, but he said that he hadn't been able to reach me for an entire day and he was getting worried. I explained the trip to him, but he wasn't happy about the mi- amount of time I had spent with Jack. Oh, I my told, God. I told him he was experiencing FOMO and was upset because of that. Oh. He then expressed that he would have preferred if I had stayed with him instead of going on the trip. I was really annoyed at this point, so I told him that he was a nearly 30-year-old man and didn't need someone to nurse him like a toddler. I then hung up on him. He sent me an apology text and voicemail no! saying he was sorry. No! he doesn't need to apologize but that i was being too rigid i didn't respond to these messages either when i told beth about henry's strange behavior she said that i was being mean to him oh yes beth Mm. go on beth she said for everyone saying i abandoned my boyfriend i didn't it's impossible to abandon an adult he's a grown-ass man (laughs) grown-ass man should be able to take care of themselves regardless of what society says about women need to fulfill their role hang about so if a if a grown-ass man walks out on his wife and his children because mm. he doesn't because he's a dickhead and he doesn't want to raise kids and doesn't want to be married anymore whatever the reason is that they walk out that is an abandonment yeah. because they're fully grown that's the yeah. attitude she's got there i know i know what the fuck um, oh there's been an update which i actually which wasn't here when i put this story okay, in the show notes. no seriously i need a second okay so you're branding her the arsehole she is a fucking arsehole this- and obviously now i've changed my tune yes but i just realized why would she want to go on a free day no tech camping trip without her boyfriend anyway she's into jack yeah exactly that's what that's yeah. what i'm saying so now when you mentioned jack i was like that's the fucking mm. reason but what some people have said in the comments in, and is really true if you've got a group of people that have gone out for a camping trip you haven't heard from them for three days because that's how long the tramping trip is and then you also haven't heard from any of them for An a extra whole extra day. day you could call the police yeah because w- they you would be missing you would have called the police by now yeah yeah yeah. so he henry was full in his rights to call the authorities because his girlfriend 100%. Was, was it of eight years or was it three years um Oh, it doesn't say how long oh. the relationship How old is was. she? Uh, sh- he is... He's 29. 29. She is 25. Right. Um, yeah. So he would have been well on his rights to call the authorities because they could all be missing and dead. Um, yeah, literally. That's the first thing that I thought of. If you're not going to... Like, it's no tech, but you, if you're staying for an extra day, you need to drop a text and say, staying an extra day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she's been branded the arsehole by everyone and she's given an update. She said, I spoke with Jack on the phone today. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> 
He called to check in on me and ask how Henry was doing. Aww. He felt bad that Henry couldn't make it and suggested that I should apologise and accept his apology. He also mentioned that he was probably quite sick if he was making such a ruckus. I asked if he wanted to hang out today, but he felt that he shouldn't spend too much time together as it might make Henry feel more left oh, out. Oh, Jack, you are lovely. You <laughs> yeah. are very sensible and wise. A little bit too fucking late, but... Mm. She then said, I do plan on calling Henry later and accepting his apology, not apologising herself, not that like she needs Jack to, suggested. Yeah, not that she needs to, mm. not that he needs to apologise anyway. But I will let him know that I was bothered by his insistence that I nurse him or constantly check in on him. Oh. Also, right, I'm sorry, but even if it was a tech-free camping trip, now that your boyfriend is ill and can't go, I feel like she should have sent him a couple texts or like a phone call while they were away. Now, I'm not being funny. That's like breakup kind of behavior i I honestly think so because she obviously does not give a a single single shit about him about this man she hasn't even gone she goes to her apartment invites jack over the first thing you should want to do and should do is go to your fucking boyfriend's apartment that is ill and see if he's okay and explain the fact that you're on a no tech trip and that you stayed an extra day and you're sorry you didn't communicate with that yeah and then that could have been rectified yeah no also how do you not realise you've been on your, not been near your phone? I realise my phone's been off for four days. Yeah. Fuck off. I, I just suddenly had the realisation, oh, I've not replied to any messages and my oh, phone's not been on for four that's days. That's to the realisation that she has a boyfriend that she yeah. needs to communicate with. Not only that. After Jack left. She didn't realise it until they've been at the apartment for multiple hours with Jack. Yeah, exactly. That's Probably what I'm fucking. Exactly. I'm saying she didn't realise... She remembered she had a boyfriend yeah. after Jack left. She's yeah. like, oh, now I'm bored. Oh, wait, I have one. Let's turn my phone on. Yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible, despicable woman. You are the arsehole. I'm sorry for this car alarm. I don't know if everyone can hear it outside. It's really adding to our anger it right is, now. It is, yeah. But um, right, so we've got two assholes, uh on today's Courting with James. Both women yeah i know i did actually when i was writing the show notes i was like should i need to find one where the arsehole was a man or or something like that but i actually couldn't find one it was majority women um today so sorry girls <laughs> women are more uh, more of an arsehole in the summer <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that it's a statistic is it actually in my brain, yeah. Okay, right. fair enough. And I think that... so. No, I do. I generally think that women are fucking bitches more in the summer than they are in the winter. The heat's getting to them. Is that I, women, I think women struggle with the heat more than men. Fair dues. So fair we're enough. just so ratty, moody, snappy, horrible, mean. Fair enough. All of the rest. Yeah. I know I am. Mm. So You're speaking for the female race Speaking here. for the female race, yeah. Cool. Fair enough. And uh, I accept your apology on behalf of all women. Thank you. That's all right. And with that, we're going to end today's comeback episode of Court Case. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show, the extended show, and we will hopefully see you very soon with more episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.